Hello and welcome to Rocket's Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. I'm Simone de Rochefort, supervising video producer at Polygon, and I'm joined today by Brianna Wu, executive director of Rebellion Pack, and Christina Warren, senior developer advocate at GitHub. I keep telling you, you need to update my title. I am also special projects director at uh, uh, Progressive Victory. So special projects director, Progressive Victory. I think, in my defense, that I was only on one show where you were special projects director (laughs) at special. At progressive victory, Fair and move. and I and I missed that show, so I didn't even know this. Oh, okay, there we go. I just wrote special progressive victory in my document. This is not going to be helpful to me later. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, in fairness to me, it is now week two where I still cannot access my Twitter account. So, um, that, I'm that's what happened to your Christina, Twitter? Uh, I will talk to you about it later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Is it is this something that happened last week? It's been no, it happened two weeks ago. I didn't do anything okay. wrong. I genuinely right. no no genuinely Christina like for one she she no is. no but of actually course. genuinely no no but like for real this time yeah like not all in a bold BS like, way yeah no no like 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 I'm actually being gen- genuinely I'm like, not being facetious I believe you You're I'm just accusing saying. Christina of a crime Simone I'm, I'm accusing saying, Christina I'm, I'm of saying, a crime live on I'm just here. saying for once Christina actually didn't do anything wrong and wow it, and and I just somehow got locked out of my account anyway well I can log in but I can't do anything with it is I this why I've been posting on threads. Yeah, and Macedon, and I've even been back on Blue Sky a little bit. I, wow. I, I got the issue. I got the issues, guys. I got the issues. She's got a post. I do. All right, you know who else has to post us uh-huh. this show? Uh, we will be talking about <laughs> the breaking news of the whole world, which is the ongoing saga of what is happening at OpenAI with Sam Altman. Um, and we are sure going to try employees. to cover that. Yeah, and and who knows what will happen by the time the show actually comes out. <laughs> um, we will also be talking about exciting new developments over at Binance because we love, um, despite the crimes. fact that Christina has never done a crime in her life, we never. love crimes. Um, for Booster, our special bonus segment for our premium subscribers who get an ad-free show and a bonus segment every week, we are going to be talking about... The return to YouTube of a yet another disgraced YouTuber um, who is uh, slinking back onto the platform. We've covered it before and we will be updating you uh, as we love to do. So if you're interested in hearing that bonus segment or any other bonus segments that we do, go to relay.fm slash membership and find out how you can support our show directly or a tasting platter of your other favorite relay shows as well. Uh, Again, you get an ad free show and you get a bonus segment. Well, without further ado, let us get into our first topic of the day. (laughs) Are you satisfied, Christina? (laughs) Yes. Oh, goodness. All right. So over at OpenAI, I'll just fade that out gently. (laughs) Last Friday... Stuff started going down at OpenAI. This is going to be one of our most uh, breaking stories ever because yep. it has been changing daily. We are recording on Tuesday, November 21st. I Something could happen while we're recording that changes mm-hmm. the story. Something could happen by the time the episode comes out. But we are going to talk because I think we have a lot to say about the firing and the maybe <laughs> rehiring. Potentially rehiring. Sam. 
the rehiring and then the refiring and then the rehiring and then the refiring of Sam Altman. Ah, so last Friday, Sam Altman was suddenly fired by the board of OpenAI alongside co-founder and president uh, Greg Brockman, who is kind of like moving in parallel with Altman on this whole track. Uh, The board cited that Altman had not been consistently candid in his communications with the board, a statement that was vague enough to make everyone go, what does that mean? <laughs> yes. what, what's what's going on? I mean, there, I, I think initially when this all started happening, there was like, oh, my God, is this like a sexual harassment thing? Like, oh, my uh, God, is know. it like freaking I mean, insider trading? Like nobody, nobody no, knew. No one knew. And and, and, yeah, and, and I, the statement I, was vague enough to like leave it open for literally anything. Sorry, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, like, I want to set the stage because I saw it basically the second it dropped. And I was like, like, it wasn't anywhere yet. And I was like, oh, my God, WTF. And so I was texting um, a journalist and and one of them called me and she was like, where are you seeing this? And I'm like, on the website. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Like it was it was one of those things that in, immediately was just like, I, I can't even express to you. It, it was like someone died. Like it was that sort of like level of breaking <sighs> news where everything blew up and then we we had no information. And so when you have no information, people create things in a vacuum like that. That's what happens. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, And the board also began creating things in a vacuum. Uh, Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, they went through a couple interim CEOs from within the company before entering talks to bring Altman back before landing on Twitch CEO Emmett Shear (laughs) as another interim CEO, which is a whole can of worms, which we are going to get into before going on to then continue to have talks to bring back Altman as of this recording. Um, Meanwhile... The employees of OpenAI, who are as blindsided as everyone else, and were apparently on a like vacation day, because you might remember we talked about OpenAI on the last two uh-huh. episodes of this show because they just had a huge developer conference, which went really, really well um, and had a lot of big announcements. And uh, Sam Altman w- was on stage for large parts of that, uh, being the face of the company as the CEO. Anyway, a lot of the employees have threatened to quit or jump ship with Altman to join, question mark, Microsoft. <laughs> um, at least that's what we were saying on Monday, because it seemed to be at that time that Altman um, was join- potentially joining Microsoft um, to run some kind of something there and that there were open positions for any open AI right. employees who so, left at the Yes. So, so, so to go back a little bit. So Sam, Sam is fired by the board. Um, in addition to that, the chairman of the board, who is Greg Brockman, who I will say from my experiences with, with open AI has been a very important person, especially for developers, was at the time he was chairman of the board. He was not fired, but he was dismissed as being chairman of the board. He then immediately quit. Okay. And gotcha. then on, okay, and, and, is, then on yeah. and then on, and then and and instead, um, uh, um, uh, Mira Marati, who was the CTO of, of OpenAI, she was made interim CEO. She then on Saturday agreed with all the other employees who were at this point starting to talk about things and, and be vague on Twitter by by using heart emojis. She's like, I want to bring back in Sam and Greg. Um, the board then fired her, and then brought in. The Twitch guys will talk about Jesus, and 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 so, um, but the other person on the board who works for OpenAI, so it was Sam Gregg, 
And then it, it's Ilya, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Sitzgiver. Yeah, Sitzgiver, who is uh, the um, uh, chief scientist. So, and then the other three people on the board are not related with the company at all. It's, it's, it's two um, uh, effective altruist chicks. And, um, and, and yeah, I'm going to diminish them that way. I don't care. And um, the, 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 the CEO of, of Quora, also known as Yahoo Answers, but worse. So those are, are, are the, the, the non-open wow. AI people. And then, I mean, tell me where I'm wrong. And then um, uh, the uh, uh, or the non-open AI people. But then uh, Greg was was kicked off. Sam was fired, and and Mira was CEO for like 36 hours. So sorry, go back to to, to where you were. Uh, that that is pretty much where I was. The, that that's I guess the the everything that's been happening during that, during, uh, right. which brings and, and- us up to Monday. Monday, um, which, yeah, so so Sunday night. Which is where, yes, so, uh, sorry, catching up in my notes. The f- um, No, I, I, I can do this if, if you if you want. I actually know the timeline. Um, so Sunday yeah. night, so Sunday night, while um, they, they, um, there was talks about potentially Sam coming back, um, uh, he even tweeted a photo of him in the office of OpenAI wearing a guest badge and saying this is the last time this will ever happen. The assumption at that moment was that the board was going to quit and that Sam was going to come back in. Uh, that did not happen. Instead, the board then hired um, uh, Emmett uh, Shear, a uh, former Twitch CEO, to be CEO. So he's now CEO number three in three days. And then it was announced, like literally, like basically at midnight, that um, Sam Altman and Greg Brockman would be joining Microsoft um, to run an, uh, an experimental AI unit. And, and Satya even basically said he'd be CEO of this division. Um, this has not officially happened yet. Uh, on Monday, uh, Satya was interviewed by a few people, including Kara Swisher. And he was like, I'm not sure he might be going back to open AI. I don't really know. Um, but but that was what happened. Then the reason that there, Microsoft's uh, importance here, or I guess why um, people were waiting for them to speak out is that Microsoft is the largest investor in open AI, um, uh, which has a weird corporate structure, which we'll get into, but they've invested $13 billion in open AI. Uh, disclosure here from the start, I work at GitHub. I used to work at Microsoft. I have a lot of Microsoft stock. GitHub works very closely with open AI, as does Microsoft. I'm, I'm, I'm what you call conflicted. Nothing that I say on this podcast is in any way um, information that represents Microsoft, GitHub, OpenAI, or, or, or any parties, any party parties there within. Um, and I'm I'm going to try to keep some of my opinions to a minimum. There we go. Sorry, I, I just Thank have you. to say, Christina, like I do know you well enough to know that even if it would be smarter and you'd win like $50,000 just for keeping your mouth shut on something, you'd say it anyway, just because <laughs> that's how you roll. And the poor financial decisions that are the, the biggest theme of Rocket, if nothing else. So this is I don't true. This is true. you need to say it. Well, I, I, I am just in case because, yes. you know, you never know because they're, they're, there are going to be lawsuits here, and I don't want to be caught up in any of them. So fair, um, fair. anyway, and I'm also just wanting like listeners to know, I'm conflicted here. I am in no way going to pretend as if I don't have a vested interest in this outcome because I absolutely do. Sorry, go on, Simone. So then, then, uh, but so the current place is, sorry, you can kind of. Yeah, so my, I have a snippet here from The Verge that is summarizing just basically why things are so chaotic right now. uh, To quote unquote, uh, Nilay Patel, 
New interim CEO Emmett Shear is involved in mediating negotiations, creating the frankly unprecedented <laughs> situation where one, the interim yes. CEO who replaced two, the interim CEO who replaced Sam, who three got replaced for trying to get Sam back is now four deeply involved in a new effort to get Sam back. Uh, I think that as I read today, there are two board members remaining who are not uh, pro getting Altman back. Um, and it's a question, I, I think, like you said, like Brockman and Altman both say, like, this this whole freaking board has got to go. Yes. Um, I don't know if that includes the board members who have flip-flopped, or Ilya specifically, I guess. I'm sure it um, includes all of them. Yeah. Uh, and Nad- Satya Nadella, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, uh, like you said, is talking to a lot of people, uh, CNBC, Kara Swisher, uh, has been a- appropriately vague and threatening about a lot of things yes. saying uh joining it's uh the joining microsoft um is for open bo- open ai board and management and employees to choose if they do so alluding to the, i guess the fact that the positions there are open question mark um in terms of there's also the discussion of should Microsoft have a seat on OpenAI's board? Um, Nadella didn't say anything hard and specific about that, but said, it's clear something has to change around the governance, (laughs) which is the most uh, indirect way of saying, we like it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We've been, we're a little upset. (laughs) We're a little ticked off and we'd sure, (laughs) kind of looking back on this and thinking, I wish we had gotten a board seat, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And and, and so part of that is, um, so the reason that this is partially why this is happening, because usually this sort of thing would not happen. Your CEO would have some, um, you know, uh, amount of voting shares um, for a company, you know, that has at this point, before all of this nonsense, it had basically a $90 billion private valuation. In fact, Thrive Global, which is a venture capital firm, um, uh, has was weeks away from finalizing a tender offer for employee secondary shares that would value the company at $87 billion. And so that was about three times higher than their last tender offer, which I think was like three months, was like six months ago. Mm-hmm. So um, Thrive pulled the tender offer. So that's not happening right now. Um, uh, 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 unless, you know, um, everything, we, we, we just like hit the reset button and pretend like this never happened. But the reason <laughs> that um, usually, you know, companies that have this sort of valuation would have like the CEO, it would be harder to get rid of the CEO than, than it was, is because this board is technically a nonprofit board because how OpenAI is structured is maybe the most insane company structure I've ever seen. Um, where it's a nonprofit that then owns a for a capped profit entity of which Microsoft is the largest investor in that. So mm-hmm. Microsoft was not given a board seat. I don't know if it was because of appearance of, of not wanting, you know, to have any undue influence or, or what the purpose was. But when they first invested in 2019, that was never part of the agreement. Um, instead, Microsoft got things like exclusive and irrevocable access to all of OpenAI's algorithms and and models. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the things that they currently provide, as well as future things, up until the point that, um, uh, you know, um, uh, artificial general intelligence is released, and, and who knows when that will be, they are the only company that can resell basically OpenAI services and, and then use them without any um, restrictions in their own products. So uh, as Satya said to, to, to Kara Swisher, you know, they wanted to kind of reassure customers when all this happened. Hey, even if OpenAI goes away tomorrow, Microsoft is 
still has this stuff and, and still has, you know, rights to, to, to the future developments or whatever. Um, but they didn't have a board seat, which mm-hmm. it was a problem when, uh, according to reporting, um, I, I, I can't confirm this. I, I have no idea. But, but reporting suggests that they found out like a minute before the blog was, was published. So God. it did not get any heads up. And then immediately kind of had a, a statement out that was very vague that said, we support open AI and look forward to look, working with Mira, um, who, um, it, it, to be clear, had already had a very strong relationship with Microsoft and I think was one of the main liaisons between the two companies. And so they said that. And then the reports are that over the weekend, Satya, amongst other people, were involved with trying to negotiate to bring Sam back. And then when that didn't work out, I guess, they just offered him and Greg um, kind of their own company. I'm not really sure. Um, and uh, as well as, you know, a, a spot for every OpenAI employee, which right now more than 700 of the 750 employees have signed uh, basically a letter that says, if Sam um, is not brought back, they will quit. So okay. that's why I wanted to talk to you about, because yeah. I've I've just been astonished by the backlash here. And, and it, it it really seems beyond... I, I, I cannot think of another historical precedent of like someone stepping down or being fired and more people like like standing by him. Like it seems usually yeah. in an organization like this, if uh, there's an opportunity for someone to get ahead, especially with as much money that is clearly going to be on the line for open AI, yeah, you know, the long knives come out. People are really right. eager to uh, move into that position. So uh, I am struck by every bit of this from the um, you know the incompetence or not incompetence, but the the lack of. Um, uh, the way the people they are bringing in, like the Twitch people, is just completely non-competitive with the person right. they're trying to replace, as well as the employee solidarity. So, uh, can, what do you think it is that? Because uh, I don't know that much about him, like personally. What is it that is making him someone that so many people are standing by, like privately and publicly? Well, I think it's a couple of things. I mean, I think one, as I said last week, I I've I've met a lot of um, people and. Uh, I've met a lot of founders over the years. He's one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive that I've ever met. And I stand by that statement, which is why when the news broke, I had a ton of people who were like, you've been rocket ruled. And I'm like, yeah, this was before (sighs) all the back and forth stuff. This was when we didn't even know why he was fired, right? And so I was like, oh my God, is is this going to be a bad bad scandal? Am I going to have to like be like, well, I was wrong on that one. Um, But clearly I'm not the only one who feels that way, Right. But I think it, um, because I think, though, when you talk about the amount of money that's on the line, I think that's one of the main reasons I'm just speculating here why employees would be wanting to stand by him and also um, uh, Greg Brockman, because Sam has every ability. There were reports that if Microsoft, you know, I guess if that hadn't happened, that he was already talking about starting his own company on Monday and everybody in Silicon Valley would have been lining up to give him to basically write him a blank check. That's and right. and so. I think that if you're OpenAI and you work there, your tender offer, um, which would have made a lot of people there very wealthy if they wanted to sell their shares at at this moment in time, is now gone. So your your you know mm. like the, the money that you thought that you had is now no longer yeah. a thing, and you don't have any. I think um, maybe like faith in your board of directors because they've made um, as, as, uh, Neelay put it so well on the verge, like this, this ridiculous, you know, set of decisions over a 72 hour period. So you have that juxtaposed with the fact that the money is gone potentially, and you don't know when it's going to be come back, the chaos that's happening otherwise. And that, 
um, you know, um, I, I don't know if I would stay at a company no matter how great it looked, if it looked like it was going to go straight dumpster fire. And if, you know, um, the the riches and, and the future for my family that I thought I was going to have, now it doesn't look like that's a possibility. I don't know if I would stay at a company, especially if the Twitch guy is the guy that's getting my boss. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I think that a lot of the talk that I saw revolved around like, we, we don't know, you know, Altman's clearly done like a good job so far, but in the long term, like who knows, especially like given his like, his past track record, but we do know what Hammett Shear is like. Right, right. We really do. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are really unhappy with what he's done over at Twitch. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just like that, if if there have been no, if you accept any other decision the board has made, you have to agree that this one is boneheaded. Correct. Like, and a lot of people don't agree that their other decisions were good anyway, so. Right, I was going to say, I think of Mira, for instance, if she hadn't, and, and she was, you know, like, like, you know, um, snakes too. Like if they, if they hadn't fired yeah. her, I think that you probably wouldn't have had that many people sign the letter so quickly. Right. Because she, a lot of people really like her and respect her, but the fact that that's the second person they've gotten rid of in, you know, two days, um, incidentally, um, uh, Ilya, the, the, uh, chief, uh, scientist who, um, some reports say that the coup was all his idea. Now he's trying to backtrack from it. He, he then apologized for his role in the board chaos on, um, on Monday and also signed the letter saying he'll quit if Sam isn't brought back in. So <sighs> the, this, this whole thing. So even the people who were some reports, and again, I don't know because this, all of this is so completely chaotic and insane. Um, is that like, it seems like the guy who had like the, the, the power motive that as you were alluding to Brie, that guy also is like, actually I'm out. Right. So yeah, I, I, I but I agree with you too. I've never seen anything like the number of people just ready to be like, you know, my captain, you know, oh, captain, my captain, right? Like, I've never yeah, seen anything yeah. like that. I just literally don't believe, like, the excuse they, they're using. I, I just, it it just doesn't make sense to me. And no. I, I have to think it's a, a pretext for something else or a power play behind the scenes. I mean, something is clearly going on here because it just... Uh, like I don't follow this as closely as you do, Christina, but just on the outside, it just flatly makes no sense whatsoever. No, no. I mean, that that was the whole thing that I kept kind of thinking about this weekend as all this stuff was happening. This is why I wanted Simone to play the succession theme um, (laughs) at at the start of the the show, because like, I've never seen the, the last time I saw a coup attempt this poorly was when Kendall tried to get his dad, um, off the board the first season of succession like i've never seen anything like it i i I joked on threads i was like this is what would happen if the kids won you know like like this is the sort of chaos that would happen and and so yeah i mean none of this makes any sense at all um there there were i think early on people trying to say okay well this is because there have been a lot of fears about how quickly um, open AI has been moving to, um, you know, commercialize things and they're not taking AI safety seriously enough. But again, all that breaks down when even the AI safety guy signs the letter saying, I'm quitting unless you bring back Sam. So, (laughs) so like, what is, so, so what, what is this, right? Also, I'm going to personally say if, if, if AI safety is your biggest concern, I don't know why you hire the Twitch guy. Who just has a stellar <laughs> reputation when it comes to to, to user trust and safety? Yeah, not not even talking about AI safety, right? Talking about just like user safety um, as yeah. a great track record there. So, um, and, and and by great, I'm clearly being facetious. So, yeah, 
It's interesting. Yeah, I, I think I, I understand the perspective of like, okay, if if as the board, you are concerned about the the growth of this company, the financial growth of this company and the profile growth of this company and like what you're building. Okay, the perhaps this makes sense in a world. But what we've what has been revealed over the weekend is that that's what the board wants is at odds with what the majority of the employees want. It's at odds with what Microsoft wants. It's what at odds with, I think, what a lot of the customers of the company want. So at that point, it's like, well, then you're not the right board for the company. The board wants something different from what most of what people consider the company to be uh, wants. So big mess. Mm. (laughs) Christy, are you hearing that other stuff is coming. Like, are, are we going to get the real story of what's going on here? I or? have no idea. Yeah. I genuinely have no idea. I mean, I, I think that like I, I'm as much as in the dark in this as anyone else. I mean, the last yeah. reporting is basically that they're still talking about bringing him back. Um, and um, I, um, I, I don't know. I mean, again, like what would be, you know, hilarious, but also just a waste of everyone's time is if ultimately this just winds up with, um, everybody saying, including Sam, and um, then a, a drastically different board structure, right? Um, and and yeah. I, I would say this, I think no matter how this ends, I do think that this is indicative of like why usually these sorts of really complicated board structures are not a good idea. And especially I think in in, in this company's case, like I, I understand why the, the model was, they said, you know, we're wanting to help with humanity and we want to do this greater good. And so we want to be a nonprofit, a, a nonprofit. And then they, you know, became a capped for-profit entity. Although, you know, the cap is, I, I don't remember what the amount is, but but it's, you know, those are things that can always always change. Um, when I think about like research institutions, I think about something like CERN, which is which is a European um, uh, institution, which is backed by a bunch of universities and, and, and um, uh, nations. I feel like that that's really what you should do if that's really what you're trying to build. Um, and if you're building a company that, like, let's be honest, is commercializing things. And, and I think the reason they've been so successful is because a lot of this research has been in the works for, you know, more than a decade. Um, uh, Ilya um, is, is famous because he's one of the creators of, you know, the the, trans, the transformer model, right? He, he worked under uh, Hinton, who is, is one of the, the best, you know, AI scientists in history. And, and he worked at Google and then he left Google to come to OpenAI. Very smart guy. A lot of other big tech companies were doing things similar to what OpenAI was doing. They didn't productize it. And, and OpenAI did, for better or worse. And so, and, and it kicked off this ridiculous kind of iPhone moment I think we're having in the AI space. And, and it, it includes companies beyond just OpenAI, right? Um, but, but I think that it's, it's naive to, to pretend like this was not ever a, a company without any profit motive at all. Like, right. cap, pro, cap profit, mm-hmm. no profit. Like, let's be serious. Like, let's all be adults here and acknowledge that. Every single person who worked there knew that. I think every, I, it's, it's unfathomable to me that the board wouldn't know that, right? So, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that the end, if, if only thing this result, the only thing this results in changing is the board structure, I don't know. Like, and again, I, <laughs> very conflicted saying this because this outcome, I have a direct financial interest in it. But like, I, I think that would be a good thing because even if you don't agree with how quickly OpenAI is moving as a company and that's fine, I, I think that like this board structure is like makes zero sense. And 
Um, I think that the tension between these two groups has never made any sense to me. Like you're either a nonprofit or you're not, right? Yeah, and if you're uncomfortable with the direction the company is moving, there's still ways to address that that are less destabilizing than firing the person that everyone considers the face of the company. Yeah, and without any, without creating like a like there, there's nothing like that was like suggest that there that we we should have a lack of confidence in Altman. Right. Obviously, there's a long legacy in the tech industry of like prominent male founding figures like being held up as like godlike figures mm-hmm. and then messing up and like tripping on themselves and falling down and, and failing Elon Musk being a great uh example there's no indication that Sam Altman was incompetently running this company at all and it, i mean i think you can look at this huge huge investment for Microsoft as an indication that he was like creating a lot of confidence in this world um, so there's just no narrative that the board has been able to craft of like, he was like, he was a danger to the company or he was a danger to the world or anything. It's just like, he wasn't communicating with us appropriately or not appropriately. That's not even the right word. Like, um, like, yeah, openly. It, openly. And that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, in fact, what was really telling was that the COO of the company made it clear, like, on Saturday or something that like there was no malfeasance involved. So yeah. which, which, cause at first people are like, okay, well, was that, what was it money laundering? Was it, you know, against some sort of harassment thing? Like we don't know. There was no malfeasance involved. So what did it, what is it? Even, um, Emmett Shear has been very open and said, <laughs> sorry, no pun intended. He's like, <sighs> I'm not even sure why, um, he was fired. <sighs> and if they're not transparent with me, then I will quit. Uh, also reporting suggests that he was not their first pick. Uh, which I think makes sense to all of us. He was like the third or the fourth, um, which also was telling that there were very high profile people who were approached who in most circumstances, you would expect them to say yes, right? You would expect if this was not the most just ridiculous, like literally out of a screenplay scenario that that these people would want to shoot their own shot. But instead you literally have people who are like lining up to quit or lining up to not take the job which is just, wow, this is just interesting. Um, uh, this was news from the information this broke about uh, an hour and a half ago that apparently Altman argued with one open AI board member um, before his ouster. So apparently oh, he'd had some oh, sort of problem with- argument at work. I take back everything I said. Oh my right, goodness right. gracious. No, apparently they disagreed about something and, and oh apparently he was goodness. trying to get her off the board. So maybe that's what it is. Well, yeah. Lord knows if you're at a tech startup, it's always very civil. Uh, You know, no one ever uh, loses their temper. There's no one eccentric uh, that works in tech at all. So no, and and certainly there's never any things like like board member fights. But apparently, that's that's exactly that that never happens. Yeah. So yeah, um, this is uh, so that that you're you're asking like what when the real story will come out? I don't know. Right now, it sure is looking like it's something that petty. I, I. I think we're all hoping that it was something a little bit more than that, uh, just because otherwise, like, what was all this for? Um, but but who knows? This is all still uh, evolving, as, as you said, Simone. This could be very different by the time you're listening to this episode in two days. 
Okay, yeah, like Christina said, we will definitely be following up on that story undoubtedly next week when everything has changed yet again, or maybe the status quo has been restored. (laughs) We'll find out. For now, let's move on to our uh, second uh, story of the day. Hang on. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we'll just share every topic from now on. It's honestly, it works for all three, to be honest. It really does. Uh, Chengpeng Zhao, the CEO of Binance, has pled guilty to money laundering. (laughs) Uh, Aside from his role at Binance, which is the world's largest crypto exchange, Zhao is also known for kicking off the chain reaction of, you know, disinvestment in FTX after he publicly cast doubt on FTX's due diligence or lack thereof. Binance as an entity will have to pay $4.3 billion to the government, and Zhao will pay a $50 million fine and step down as CEO. He could also face prison time. Basically, what happened uh, is a lot of things, uh, among them Binance purposely, purposefully evading the Bank Secrecy Act, which requires financial institutions to avoid doing business with, say, criminals. Uh, to get true identities from their customers uh, and to not also do business with people from sanctioned countries. Uh, Apparently, people from sanctioned countries like Cuba and Iran were able to access Binance. uh, And as well, Binance was doing business with U.S. firms on its main Binance platform instead of Binance.us, which uh, was required by anti-money laundering laws. Very, very confusing. And... Uh, kind of a coup for Rocket because Christina, you uh, had had your own theories about yes. Binance, uh, which you talked about during the FTX trial. Would you like to uh, to reap some recognition right now? <laughs> well, I was just going to say for all the bets I've lost, I should have made money. I should have like made it made me a financial bet on this one because I I assumed that as hard as he was going after FTX and on um, Sam, Sam Bankman Free on things, I thought that I was like he's not doing something just right himself. Um, I did not realize it was money laundering. I was thinking that there were maybe some, he was covering up some losses and that it might've been similar, uh, to, to what, um, you know, some, some of the weird trades that, um, um, FTX was doing, but I, I was pretty open. I mean, we could go back through the, the pod and like find things where I was like, I think there might be some criminal, uh, activity afoot. So speaking of that, like, yeah, I, wow. Um, I'm, I'm not at all surprised um, about this, I am going to say clearly the rich are different than the rest of us because you can be given a four point something billion with a B dollar fine. And it's not even clear if you'll be facing criminal charges like more than likely you won't. Like that's just uh, yeah, I mean, that's insanity to me. Um, I, I guess it just depends on like what branch of the Department of Justice is going after you. Um, maybe they're yeah. just happy enough to get that that that, you know, um, payment. Um, yeah, they got this out of the way. The jail time is just the cherry on the Sunday for them. They're getting four point three billion dollars. Yeah, um. <laughs> well, and he right now lives in the UAE, so he came back to Seattle. He was in my hometown. He was here. We're not hometown. Yay. Your hometown. He was in my current town, um, up the street um, at uh, the courthouse uh, today, which I wish I'd known. I might have gone and watched it, um, but uh, but he lives in the UAE who does not have a extradition agreement with the United States. Yeah. So he took a plane feeling pretty confident he wasn't going to get arrested. Uh, having said Oof. that, it's going to make it real hard for them if they do pr- try to pursue criminal charges. Right. Like, yeah, it, yeah. like uh, good, good luck getting him 
on an airplane again. So, um, you know, I, well, is sure, he, he's still here though, right? He is right now, but I'm saying I, I, and they didn't arrest him in court. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they're, they're not like you have to stay here for X period of time. I'd be surprised if they let him go back to the UAE though. If, if this is the kind of, I guess, situation that he's facing like this is a pretty serious but they haven't charged him with any crimes yet yeah 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 that's oh, the thing yeah 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 as they haven't charged recording. him with a crime as we're as recording. recording that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but i'm also yeah. saying i can't imagine his lawyers would let him get on a plane and that he would show up if they had not been guaranteed that he would not be arrested that's what i'm saying I that's true like i there, there's 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 no way that that he would get on that plane if, if he thought he was going to get arrested. Though. But then, like, the idea, like, even if you're in the UAE, like, th- you then, like, cannot return to the U.S. if there's an outstanding warrant for your arrest. There's plenty right. of countries where we do have extradition. Like, is it yeah. not better to just come back and potentially face arrest than become, like, an international wanted you mean like person? Ed- you mean, like, Edward Snowden? Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, well, okay, but Snowden's situation is different <laughs> yes i'm just saying edward snowden didn't come back there are a lot of people who are like basically like extradition and, and edward snowden also doesn't have 23 billion dollars so yeah, yeah. if you have 23 billion dollars Snowden has moral fiber <laughs> i i agree with that but but i'm just saying like think about how much better edward snowden's life in russia would be if he had 23 billion dollars sure i i'm yeah, just saying I, yeah. I don't I, I don't see i don't see him ever getting on a plane i see him only going to places where they don't have extradition agreements uh, unless he was guaranteed otherwise. But I don't know. I, I could be wrong on this. I have a feeling, though, for them touting, the way they touted this and also the way they buried this on Thanksgiving weekend, like, I, I, I'm not then expecting any charges. happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, All right. But, you know, we got a lot of money out of it. And uh, it is pretty freaking funny that, like, the the discovery, which is basically proved that they were, they knew, they, they claimed they didn't know they were operating in the U.S. And then in the discovery, they're like, oh, yeah, no, we absolutely know we're operating in the U.S., um, yeah. These are the ways that we can pretend like we don't know. It was really, yeah. that was really good. Everyone, stop having these conversations like where the government can find them. I we, just, I just want to know is there like one honest person in all of crypto? That's what I want to know. Like, who are the honest people that are not doing weird things, like not running a scam or a rug pull? Like, who are the people running honest companies? Because, I'm looking around the space and it's it's hard to really think of someone really successful in this area that le- le- like still has a reputation to be honest. Yeah, well I mean I mean it, but it's funny you say that Bree cuz who would think that people who support um a, a quote unquote anonymous currency that can't be traced to them that can be used for anything, who would think that those people would be involved with things like money laundering? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh- I think maybe for a, a bonus episode someday, we should do like adjustments of jail time that people have received. Cause like it, it, it keeps coming up over the course of this show with like Elizabeth Holmes, with Sam Bankman Freed, which we don't know how much time he'll be serving right. yet. Um, I, I think we should audit and fix the amount of time that all of our favorite scammers are serving. We can add, we can throw in um, uh, Anna Delvey as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a really good use. Oh, for I time. like that. I like that. I like that idea a lot. Uh, like w- how much they got, how much they should have got, how much um, it should be like you know, shaved off for uh, for good entertainment. Oh, and then also uh, mm. Bree's favorite couple, the um, the 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 rapper 
oh. and uh, the, the the crypto uh, rappers. Do we know what's what, what's happened with them? I, I have no idea what's happening with them. I've I've completely forgot about them. What were their names? Um, what were their names? Oh, uh, 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 Razzlecon. Oh, Razzlecon and her husband. Yeah, DJ uh, Razzlecon. Okay, now they they reached a. I I didn't know this. I missed. I must have missed this. They did reach a plea deal over their Bitfinex hack over money laundering. Um, and let's see what this says. Uh, Released. Okay. Let's. See. Yeah. I, I think they're out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Why not? <laughs> so wait, is she's not in jail? Can we have her on the show? I mean, she should. You want to track her down? Co-host. Let's let's invite her on. <laughs> <laughs> let's get her. She could she could write a new jingle for the show. I think she that's could do a musical intros to each section. I agree. No, I think honestly, that would be an excellent idea. I, I, I'm completely down for it. Honestly, like, yeah, let, 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 let's get her on. That would be great. Yeah, no, but it, but it appears that yeah, uh, there's a plea deal, so I guess they're out. Um, so yeah, cool. All right, go off, and we can audit her jail time, and I, I think <laughs> it'll be a nice favor to her. All right, for our dessert today, we are going to chat a little bit about. Black Friday, which is coming up, uh, a holiday that I don't necessarily participate in. However, I am eyeing an 18th century hat on Facebook Marketplace, which I could be talked into buying. <laughs> uh, from that is Brianna. the most Simone de Roche yes. for Black Friday yes, deal is. ever. It's a really good deal. It's a silk hat with ostrich plumes. <laughs> Brianna, Brianna, are you are you participating in Black Friday? <laughs> Well, I, okay, look, real talk, y'all. Um, my retirement fund is going fine, but it's also true. Like, uh, I got the M3 MacBook. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I sold, I found a good deal on a, like a Q3, so I sold my Q2 and upgraded it. That didn't cost me enough money. I'm, I'm happy I did that, but it didn't cost me nothing, right? Uh, I got the new iPhone this year. And uh, I have been doing so many conference calls lately that uh, I just bought the Apple AirPods Max today. Christina, you talked me into that. I know the the case of it looks like a bra, and I think they look stupid. Yeah. But I think it will be a decent enough microphone for the 9 billion meetings that I have a day now. Mm-hmm. If I want to, like, walk around rather than hold my phone to my head, totally. that, I, that is worth $500 to me at this point something can pair very easily and transfer from my mac to my phone so mm-hmm. um you know black friday coming up it's like do i run and spend more money that answer is obviously no uh that said there is something that i've got my eye on that uh i'm trying to think if i'm gonna buy so uh christina because she lost the elizabeth holmes bet wow. cost me thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. by getting me down the dark path of lego by getting me to buy one modular building set and right. that led to another modular building set and then I'm going on eBay and I'm paying extortion prices for Hell yes. discontinued modular building set <laughs> because everyone that buys one Lego modular building will then go and build a whole Lego town. I am proof of this. Don't do it even once. It's more addictive than crack cocaine. Scientists have shown <laughs> that. Yep. So uh, the newest, so there are three like modular city like universe there's the modular city with like uh you know historic museum and assembly square and police station right like just a cheery town uh there's the ninjago modular city and then the third one is the marvel modular city 
And there are only two buildings so far in the the Marvel modular city. Uh, The first is Doctor Strange uh, Sanctum Sanctorium and uh, the Daily Beagle. Daily Beagle is kind of blah, but they just unveiled, and it's going to come out on Black Friday, the Avengers Tower. Now, this thing is one meter long, and it's 5,000 pieces. So let me put that. That is crazy. So just to kind of put this, like a kid set, is usually about 800 pieces. A really, really nice adult set, like the Lego DeLorean, is 2,000 pieces. A really, really big, crazy large like Lego Modular City is like 3,500 pieces. Oh and this one is 5,000 freaking pieces of no. Avengers Tower. Tower after tower after tower after tower. It comes with, I believe, 27 minifigures. It's got a Quinjet. It's got that stupid dragon that was flying around in the first movie. It has, like, all these meticulous scenes in it. And it's $500 freaking dollars, y'all. $500. That's going to keep you nice and busy. <laughs> but I haven't even put together my, my like, a Lamborghini. So, uh, What's stopping you? Your multiple important time-consuming jobs? Yes, I know. I know. Disgusting. But this is coming out on Black Friday, um, and I'm seriously looking at this. So somebody tell me not to do this. Um, Okay, Uh, is it going to be like a limited edition thing, or is it going to be available for a while? It'll be around for a while. Okay, so I would say, um, like, I would say pause, right? Um, Because you you still need to put together your Ferrari. You've made a lot of other purchases. Lamborghini, Mm -hmm. Christina. Come on. Oh, Get right. So sorry. So, 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 um, <laughs> sorry about that. So, so you need to put together your Lamborghini. Um, but maybe just start like using like your Apple Cash or whatever, like, and start a little savings thing. And maybe yes. by, like, Ooh, by, by, by Christmas so or something, smart. like, you'll be able to do it because turns out I had a lot more money in my Apple Cash savings account than I thought that I did. And so that has actually, um, helped me with my also recent, like, abundance of expenses you are so wise what is the unwise thing that you're considering doing for black friday okay so like rihanna i recently made a lot of big purchases so i um am uh, i got the steam deck oled which should arrive um at the end of next week it was originally i was hoping that i was going to have it right before i went to las vegas because i'll be in las vegas next week um but uh, alas it's not um, it was going to arrive like while I was in Las Vegas. And so I'm actually going to have it delivered to me on Friday when I get back in town. Um, but I bought the OLED and I got the limited edition one because if you're going to spend, if I'm, because I have to, right. I'm me. You got it. Um, and, and honestly, like I, I didn't need a new steam deck, but Grant will get my old one. So he'll appreciate that. I also, um, am, am buying the, the, the 14 inch, um, MacBook pro, um, uh, completely tricked out. I did realize that um, I I could spend a hundred dollars basically total and take the train to Portland and pick it up there oh versus like spending five hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. So I'm oh doing my that. God. I'm doing that. I'm literally going to be on the train all day. I like I'm 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 like and and honestly I'm not even mad at I'm not even mad about it. I'm like you know what that's an experience and that's like something that we might even be able to podcast about. Be like Christina was was the train worth saving $450? I think the answer is going to be yes, but we'll we'll, yeah, you we'll can find work out. on the train, babe. 
You got this. Well, that'll be well, lovely. It depends. Well, it depends because if I take the 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 cheaper, faster train, then that has Wi-Fi. If I take the the slower but nicer train, that one doesn't. I could obviously use my phone, but I don't know what the service will be like. So we'll see. Why um, in the world is the cheaper train faster? Because the the longer one is like one of those scenic route trains that has like it's supposed to be nice because it goes through like a bunch of different cities. So it takes like three days to go from like L.A. to Seattle. But you'll also go through Vancouver and like, you know, like Northern California. So it's supposed to be really pretty. I don't know. Um, okay. So so right. So um, but uh, so I so made a bunch of big purchases. However, there are some good deals. Um, I got my mother-in-law for Christmas um, the Dyson hairdryer for 300 bucks. At Best Buy. Oh, the new one. The new one. Uh, no, no. It means it, it's the the existing hairdryer that we've had for forever. Oh, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just the best one on the market. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just like it, it's, it's on sale. It's, yeah, it's like a hundred bucks off. Um, they have an origins model now, is what they they call it, where it doesn't come with all the accessories, so it's a little bit cheaper. But in this case, it was a hundred dollars off on um, Best Buy's website from that. So I was like, yeah, I know I could use my twenty percent off Dyson's coupon, and she could get like all the accessories, but. The truth is, with the hairdryer, not the air app, like no one uses the accessories. So I felt I felt like that was a good thing. Um, also, um, what was I looking at? There are some good deals on um, on AirPods right now. If anybody wants them, the newest AirPods are one hundred ninety dollars uh, down but from Free already Amazon. got them. Yeah, well, she got the AirPods Max. But so, right. so, 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 so if you want if you want the the ones with uh, with noise canceling, the inner ear ones, there's a good price on those. And um, what else did I buy recently? From Black Friday. I think the big thing, honestly. Oh, oh, I, I haven't decided on this or not. Okay, I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, I did not realize how intricate and complicated the world of KitchenAid mixers were. Because I thought it was just like one mixer. Oh, oh my no. God. Christina. Oh, no. Christina, I'm warning you. Don't. Ooh. Be careful. <laughs> well, no, to be clear, I, I don't cook. And so I was okay, just trying to figure that's out. safer. No, totally. Well, no, I was trying to figure out if I needed to buy my mom a new one. Because I got her one like. 20 years oh, ago at this point. No, no, those last forever. Oh, I know those they last do. forever. I know they do. I, I just, I, because it's $250 for what is, uh, it, it is a tilt bowl one for five and a half quarts, which is supposed to have, it has a 500 uh, watt motor. No, uh, no, that the, would be the, a big upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the KitchenAid, uh, uh, folks on the, on, on, on the subreddit who are very adept at like both preparing these things and having very opinionated opinions about the intricacies of all the different KitchenAids. Cause I was just like, I thought it was one model with maybe different bowl sizes nope. and different colors. No, there are lots of different things about how the motors are made and all kinds of oh, other no. stuff. And it's it's oh, no. tilt lid and, and tilt bowl. And I, I know things I don't need to know. Uh, but I, I do want to share with listeners 250 bucks, which is like a $200 difference. I think although it usually sells for about $350, but $250 for one of these things, which is apparently a very good mixer and very powerful, you might oh, want to check great. out your stuff. So uh, yeah, kitchen needs, no, kitchen yeah. needs are, are the best, but, but this model seems to also be getting good reviews and it's like their newest updated model. Can you show so. me a picture of that? I, I mean, sure the, will. The thing about KitchenAid that I really like is the, um, there, it, it's not just the, the mixing bowl, like the motor right. on it. There are a lot of really cool extrusion, uh, accessories yes. that you can get for it, like pasta accessories. Like I've yep. got a ton of them because I do love to cook. Yeah. And, my, uh, I, I got yeah. my mom a bunch of those too, and she really, um, likes it. So yeah. So this one, I will send you the link. This is their new one. It replaced like their, their pro 600 or something. Um, and, um, or let me send this to you. I'll send this to our, our chat so you can see it. But it looks like the KitchenAid. But um, 
but, but this particular one I was trying to figure out is this because the price was so good. I was like, is this a crappy one? And no, it's not. So uh, for anybody who's who's curious, the the, the KitchenAid five and a half quart bowl, the, the bowl lift stand mixer, which has a 500 watt motor and was apparently going to be very good for people who are doing large batches of dough is $250 right now. So. All right. So what, just before we go uh, forward on that, I wanted yes. to comment on something you were saying, Christina. So um, my my Dyson Airwrap, which yes. we talked about a long, long time ago, yep. is the best thing I've ever bought, period. I could never figure out my hair before. And now, like, that was the thing that I needed to figure out, like, how to Yay. look professional. Oh, that's on sale great. right now, too. Yeah, sorry, I, go on. It's great. You, if like if you have a girlfriend, uh, like buy that for her. She will not complain about it. It's the greatest thing ever made, period. Uh, I love it so much that I've bought every single one of the the new things that they've brought out just to see if they're good. Because the Dyson hair dryer, really, really good, less useful to me personally than the air wrap. Uh, right. but I don't regret getting it. The Dyson uh Corral straightener is what they came out with i believe two years ago right um it's trash yes do not buy this not good uh the battery life isn't good it damages your hair like every heat iron does for me personally uh not worth the money and heavy you get tired of it eventually so dyson uh just brought another thing to market uh i forget what they call it the air straight the air straight and the purpose of it is to uh, basically help you straighten your hair after you uh, like blow dry it after you get out of the shower. Um, you know, because one product is the best thing I've ever had. The hair dryer is really good. One bad product. I decided to buy this uh, just mm-hmm. seeing if it would be useful for me because uh, I don't know like what y'all's hair texture is like, but mine is really, really thick and it takes me like 40 minutes to dry every single time I do it which is terrible. So right. um, I, I wanted to try this and I have to tell you, it's really underwhelming. It is okay. not yeah. good at all. The The problem with this, it, 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 it clamps your hair like a straightener does, but there's not really any heat that comes from that. It's basically like the air wrap angled. So it's just two jets of, of air coming out of the, the side of it. So it will like blow all the moisture out of your hair. It's not bad in that way. And it's really, really good at really getting to your roots. And there's a lot of like fine temperature controls and stuff you can do on it. But um, just overall, like, I, I gotta be honest, I'd rather use a paddle brush and my 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 Dyson air, you know, hair dryer. Yeah. That would just be faster every single time. And honestly, when I travel, the air wrap has a blow dryer accessory that's 70% as good that's fine for me most of yeah. the time. Yeah. And 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 have you uh, did you get the new um cuz they updated a lot of the accessories and so I yeah. bought them and and they're the, the new one that replaces what was just the normal um uh, the blow dryer thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. the one that has like The new barrels are better. Yeah. yeah, the new barrels are better but also there's a new one that it, it, they call it like a flyaway thing or something. I don't it, find this useful at all. Have you figured it out? I don't Yeah, I, I basically just use it as the replacement for the what used to be just the the normal dryer part of it. So how does, because uh, I'll, I'll text you, I don't understand what this is supposed to be because it's like it blows air out and it's got this little curve to it. So are you supposed to just like hold your wet hair against it? What yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. 
That's okay. exactly what you do. And, and and it helps with with flyaways. They make an attachment for the hairdryer too, but now they make one for it's it's part of the new kit if you buy the air wrap. Um yeah. there, there's also I mean, a I've new got it. It's fine. I don't yeah. Know. I was just saying, like, yeah. I found that that dries a little bit better than with the old nozzle okay. thing did for the air wrap personally, but but everybody has different hair types. Um the new um uh air wrap accessories, there's also a, a this is brand new. I think I think uh, my sister got it for me for my birthday, but there's now a bigger um round brush attachment for the air wrap. And I oh, typically, really? yeah. And here's what I do. And I've been doing this my entire life. I use like a giant round brush and a hairdryer. Like that's how I've dried my hair basically as long as I've been alive. And so um, my only problem with the round brush attachment on the air wrap was that it wasn't big enough. So this one, I think that it, I don't know if it'll be big enough. It might still be too small, but it is bigger now. So I'm, I'm looking forward to to that. I'll take a look at that. The problem is uh, the bristles on it. It's like it's boar bristle, right? It's right. just not good for my hair type. Um, right. But um, I'll take a look at it. Because yeah, just take the, a look at that. The original one, like I've used it like four times, and I'm like, that's trash. And yeah, no, I kind of feel the same way. I, I, I like yeah. the I like the the other brushes that have the um um the the uh like plastic tips or whatever nylon tips or whatever better. Yeah. Um, uh, but, um, uh, I, I, yeah, but I will plus one, the air wrap and, and the hairdryer in general being two of the best things I've ever bought. But yeah. I've heard that multiple times about the, about the straighteners, which is disappointing. Um, I, I have to go back and look at my notes and find out what it was, but my stylist that I had at GitHub universe, they used, um, a, um, a, a straightener, a, a flat iron on me. Um, that was great and they really liked it. And so it's not that expensive. I'll have to text them and figure out what it was. Um, but if you're looking for a straightener, you can definitely do better. Um, but I, I d- think the product they used with the straighteners, the real secret sauce, it's not, it's figuring out which heat protection to use with your hair. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, yeah. This segment will guide sorry. our listeners sorry, in sorry, their Black sorry, Friday sorry, and Christmas sorry, purchasing. Sorry. <laughs> yes, no, we're good. We're no, good. it's but, all good. But, but, buy the Dysons is what we're saying. They're on sale. But not the but not, not all the, of them. Not, but, but yeah, not 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 the straighteners, but the hair dryers and the air wrap. You will make any long person in your life like exceedingly long happy. Person. Long haired person. Sorry. <laughs> As a long Frank person, I think I you. tried to use this on Frank's hair. And I had to tell well, you. <laughs> my dad even loves you get the him hair while he's asleep. Uh, Brianna, what are you up to this week? Uh, Thanksgiving. I'm cooking a whole dinner uh, tomorrow for a bunch of people. So, and not tomorrow on uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, That and just trying to catch up on nine billion projects. Heck yeah, Christina. What about you? Thanksgiving. I'm flying to Jacksonville to uh, visit my mother in law, and um, then I'm immediately coming back um, to. I'm coming back on Sunday so that I can then leave Monday morning to go to Las Vegas for um, um, AWS reInvent. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners will be at that, but there will be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. So if you do see me, rocket rules apply. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so so I'm, I'm, I'm that's what I'm doing this week. Is I've got a little bit of Thanksgiving and then straight into a week in Vegas, um, but not for pleasure um, like it was earlier this year. Uh, you Aww. know, strictly for work. Awesome. I'm also doing Thanksgiving. I started my cooking today. I'll finish it up over the next Ooh. two days. I'm excited. Um, even though I have to make a vegetarian meal because I, I'm hosting in lieu of uh, my vegetarian friends who usually host. Um, so I'm experimenting. I'm doing something new, uh, which is exciting. Um, and maybe I'm buying a hat. Who knows? 
people can talk me into spending money, which isn't that freaking hard. I do it all the time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rockets. If you are a subscriber, you're about to hear a bonus segment about a disgraced YouTube celebrity. Uh, and if you're not a subscriber, you can learn how to become one at relay.fm slash membership. And we'd also love it if you would consider giving our show a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, it helps other people find the show. It helps them learn what they are in for. Give it five stars. It's the only one that matters. Um, <laughs> and if it's not a five-star show for you, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Um, so okay. will hunt yeah. you down if you don't give us five stars. She will take it I personally. I will destroy yeah. your life. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. See you next week. This episode of Rocket is terminated. 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 Terminated.